the dream. One gold chain, I was acting up with the gold fangs. No name, knew I had to put in more pay. Uh. I had one bitch, few side hoes, second niggas women with my eyes closed. I was running like it's not known. Uh. Fresh t-shirt, Ralph Lauren, new pet George, one car, not a foreign, had the Hennessy porn. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to No Clue Podcast. This is episode 74. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler. I'm Mike. We're back again. <laughs> Intro was young in May. <laughs> Her new uh, lengthy project. Mm. Sounded good to come into. Mm-hmm. You know she's going to bring hype every time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Where do you want to start um, in the league? Very interesting football week. Oh uh, yeah, it was yeah. I was. This was one of the more dramatic. Uh, so a lot of surprising results came out of these games. <laughs> a lot. A number of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the scores so, were really weird this weekend. Very. Yeah. Um. So where do you want to start? <laughs> Let's start low and then come high. <laughs> you want to start with uh Let's start with Daniel Jones, man. <laughs> Working the Redskins. <laughs> yeah, I th- I honestly it's disrespectful that uh Dwayne Haskins played because yeah. he there was no announcement that he was going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no it didn't seem like, from how he played it didn't seem like there was any preparation for him to be a starter. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, on a cue, he was awful. Yeah. Three interceptions, and they were all, like, really bad. Ugh. I mean, Redskins are – I ranted about them last week. They're so bad. Mm-hmm. So bad. They're such a disaster. <laughs> um, And, I mean, I don't really take anything from the Giants. I mean – I didn't think Daniel Jones was very good. Nah, he wasn't. <laughs> you know, he wasn't much better than Haskins to me. Yeah, and I, I saw... One thing I did see from the Giants is, is something I saw early in the opening night game for them against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Is they have some talented players. Yeah. Like, like the Giants are 2-2 two and two right now, and that's what they kind of... Roster-wise, that's what they kind of are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, the Redskins are 0-4, which is exactly what they are, so. And they really show their depth without, um, Saquon there, especially like their, you know, rushing depth. The, the new, the other running back whose name I don't even remember was pretty good. Gallman? Yeah. Yeah, he played well. Yeah. And I, I mean, the Giants are in a good spot now, you know, you're, all you want to be at this point is fighting for that division lead. Right. And they're right in the hunt, especially with uh, the Cowboys losing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What's next? The Browns. Yeah, uh, the Browns. Uh, this this one. It, I don't think it was the most surprising, but this one, the one that was I was the saltiest about. Yeah. Because the Browns just, I got to give them credit for this win. This was a huge game for them. It was. I mean to take the lead in the in if you had told me that they would play one good game out of four and through four games they would be winning the division. 
Right. I mean, that's a good spot to be in. And the good game they'd play against the Ravens. Right. You're pretty much only legitimate, con- you know, competition in the division. Right. Um, the Ravens, though, man, I'm confused because I, I don't know if the Ravens are planning on these shootouts, but they're not going to win, you know, 30, 40 point games. No. And, and Lamar, Lamar Jackson has looked messy, but I mean, the Ravens, when was the last time you remember a, the Ravens being good, a good offensive team? can't remember exactly (laughs) he's putting up 25 you know 20 to 30 points that's really all you can ask of lamar jackson to do yeah their defense was the problem that's what that's what's shocking to me yeah and And, that's what they are best at always and i give you a pat you know kansas city is a different animal yeah so i give you i'll give any defense a pass for getting cooked by kansas city Mm -hmm. but and you're being cooked by the quarterback Right. They weren't even cooked by the quarterback this time. It was they I mean they got just they looked soft. Chubb just ran all over them. I when was the Ravens have never looked soft in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. And I mean granted the majority of my life Ray Lewis was there. <laughs> mhm. But I mean even after Ray Lewis left, they were still, you know, one of the most physical teams. And they run the shit out of the ball, and to get dominated at the line like that—that that, that was just completely shocking to me. Dominated. Chubb had his highest yardage, highest average of yards, most touchdowns, and didn't even have his most rushes. Like he didn't have his most carries. Yeah, you know what's crazy is that it took the the Browns uh, four games to figure out what they should be playing through. Right. Which is ridiculous to me. Jarvis Landry played well, too. Though. And, but I, I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, not you know crazy. what Jarvis and Odell will do. Mm-hmm. You know, their, their success is determined on Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact, like, I've heard, I heard people talking about their running back as a really good player. Yeah. And, and this is the first, this is the first game that I saw that they actually forced like the run game mm-hmm. it wasn't just you run a couple run plays it doesn't work out so you let baker just run wild and throw the game away mm-hmm. and, and to baker's credit i mean he played well he, he had a lot of big completions uh but and this is kind of a theme from this weekend if you give the a quarterback the play where if you if you give your quarterback the play action like a like a true play action threat he could be successful yeah no matter if it's Aaron Rodgers or if it's Josh Allen right so and and Baker did his thing which he should do but he yeah. didn't he didn't show me anything he didn't show me that he's going to carry this offense if anything they should be running the ball more. Right. Um, but that's really, I mean, the uh, I'm worried the Ravens are kind of starting to get in trouble a little bit. Yeah. They're kind of forcing Lamar to throw 30, 40 times, which to me, if he's throwing 30 plus times, you're that's not good. Right. There's just no reason for him to be doing that. That's not the kind of player he is. It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, 
we'll see what happens. I think. I mean, it's a small slide. I think they'll pick it up with something. It's a two-team two race for them. You know, it's between the two of them for that division. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, next game. What do you want to talk about? Mm, I'm, uh, let's talk about the Thursday night game because I, I actually watched that one start to finish. Okay. What did you think? Uh, it was by far my favorite game of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was a competitive game. So it lived up to all of the hype. Yeah. Oh, man. And I, I honestly, I saw two Super Bowl contenders going at it. Yeah? Um, you think the Eagles are Super Bowl contenders? I, I do. Okay. I think they're well coached. They're, uh, they're a very deep roster. I know they're fighting through injuries right now, but... They are deep, yeah. Overall, like, they have a lot of good players at, like, pretty much all the positions... Yeah, do they they don't cover the passing game as well as I would like them to, but I mean the Packers don't cover the run as well as I would like them to. Right. You know, the Chiefs are defense is not as good as I would like them to be. Doesn't mean they're not Super Bowl contenders. Right. Um, but I, I really the Eagles like stepped up to me. There's a couple teams that got huge wins uh this weekend and the Eagles are definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean like the Browns were another one, but the Eagles to me, uh, it was really the first game Carson Wentz played well, start to finish, for sure. Uh, and and some of like the Hollins guy who I criticized last week, mm-hmm. uh, I thought he played much better. Uh, didn't have off you know offensive pass interferences, and honestly, they could have scored more points as far as I'm concerned. I still think their their receivers are a mess. Yeah. Uh, what's the guy? Um, Alshon Jeffries came back and he dropped hella passes. Yeah. Uh, they're they desperately need Deshaun Jackson back. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and he he stands out so much from the other guys. Yeah. When he's not there, you notice how much yeah. better he is. And it's like to me, and it worked this game, but it's really obvious that Carson Wentz is. His first priority is looking at Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. And and to his credit, he's turning out to be one of the best tight ends in football. Yeah, he is. He's having a great year. Yeah, he catches like 10 passes a game. Yeah. Um, but, like, you, you can't be one note as a quarterback. Right. You got to have multiple options. And I think they'll figure it out, again, because they're well-coached, well-run. They have good players. Yeah. Uh, and and another team lost in their division, which helps them out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as the Packers, I mean, come on. We just watched the Super Bowl two, three years ago. They passed it on the goal line, and they lost the game. Yep. What is, I, heard, I heard from a ridiculous list a couple weeks ago that Aaron Jones is better than Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the fact that you get to the red zone, you get to the first and goal, and he doesn't get a touch? Yeah. Not one touch. Aaron Rodgers is great. Mm-hmm. But you ha- at least give your running back the ball one time. If he gets stuffed, okay, now you could give it to Aaron Rodgers three times. Right. But that that's just – that's poor coaching in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. 
But the Agreed. Packers are fine in the overall. I think the the run issue I don't think is going to be an insane deal. Uh, I think they'll figure it out. Or they won't. <laughs> I mean, Rodgers threw so many passes. So many. 53? He did, yeah. 53 passes? That's a lot. Again, why is Aaron – what is – I don't understand why the Packers – it's like when they design plays, when they call like creative plays, they it works. Mm-hmm. But the Packers don't have like a um, like when things go off the rails, like they're not composed for that, right? You know what I mean? And it that to me, some of that it should be on Aaron Rodgers. A lot of it should be. Uh, but offensively, I think they have gotten better with every game. So I'm not too like I'm not freaking out about it just yet yeah because the thing is most team most other teams if there is a you know something does go wrong it's usually the quarterback who makes things go right they usually fix it somehow so if rogers rogers should be the guy to be able to do that and he is i mean we've seen him do it before but it's the consistency he needs to keep this year for sure because the team isn't all you know I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's still early. I, this is like it, the the first quarter where you can start really taking away real first impressions. Yeah. Uh, but it, nothing is set in stone just yet. It would be tough for them to make it to the Super Bowl, though. It will. And they got to play the Cowboys next week. They better hurry up and figure out that running issue. For sure. They can't let Zeke get loose. All right, let's talk about the Cowboys because we yeah. keep. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of <laughs> no glossing way to talk over about it. Other teams, yeah, you got to bring them up. That uh, was a good game, man. I, I, dude, I wish these teams played each other more. I do too. Uh, is is they play like that dirty football game that suck? That's it sucks to watch for a casual fan. Yeah. Um, but man, it's so competitive, so intense. Yeah. What did you see? I saw like cra- a crazy defensive game from both teams. I think both teams played really good defense. I don't I think the offense I mean, I don't think the offense was bad, but I just think the defense was better for both from both teams. Um Teddy played pretty well, you know, given the situation. Uh and they were shutting Zeke down, man, completely. I mean, they just were not letting Zeke. They would not let Zeke get free. Not at all. That was that was my biggest takeaway. They were, they stopped the running game in his tracks for sure. Nothing. Dude, the Saints to me have jumped. If I made a power rankings, the Saints in the last two weeks have jumped so much. Yeah. To lose Drew Brees, who's the heart and soul of the team. And you come out, you beat Seattle, who's right now a playoff team. Yeah. And you beat the Cowboys, who are one of the better teams in the league. Yeah. That's, I don't care how you did it, that's impressive. Yeah. And Bridgewater has been a good game manager. He made he made some nice plays uh, Sunday night. Yeah. He did, he did try to lose with that taking a 16-yard sack. At yeah. that point, it's a close game. You're in field goal range. You, you can't – you got to be ready to take that hit. You either got to take that hit or you got to throw the ball somewhere. 
Mm-hmm. And I, you don't want to turn it over, but, I mean, losing 16 yards on a sack, I'm not blaming anybody but the quarterback for that. Right. I got you. So, from the I, – I think Dak was okay. I, I don't think he was as awful as some people are saying. Some people are saying he was awful? No, not awful, but, you know, now there's all of a sudden there's doubts about him getting paid. And, and nah, that's crazy. All these – all these uh, the, the trolls are coming out talking about when they can't run the ball, Dak is terrible. Nah. Um, I think Dak also made a number of good plays. He did. Yeah. I mean, he he missed some throws, but like you know, every, Tom Brady was atrocious this weekend. Yeah. So you, you can't just you know hate on a guy for missing throws, especially when the Saints were stopping the run with just their defensive line. So now you have extra people covering receivers. Like he he's gonna struggle. Yeah. Uh, but the Cowboys to me. Uh, it's it's obvious what the problem is. And what it, is it? it? It it's been there for nine years. Is is Jason Garrett? Yeah, he has to go. <laughs> yeah, and I'm shocked that that's not the narrative coming out of this game. Yeah, it, it's, honestly, it's definitely not. Honestly, it to me it hasn't been enough of a narrative in the last like five years. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been impressed for a while now, for sure. I've never, I've not one time, not one time did I watch the Cowboys play and I noticed their coaching. Right. Not once. Yeah. It's been, it's been it's nine, talent. it's been nine years. Jason Garrett has been the pinnacle of mediocrity. He's been there since, who was there before him? Parcells? I don't know. I don't even remember. <laughs> Yeah, he's been there for a while, yeah. It's just it seems like it's been 20 years. It does seem like he's it's been, been a there long so time. long. And it, it's gotten to the point where you know, you you could take the easy route and blame Dak, but Jason Garrett has been mediocre whether it's Dak playing incredible football or Dak playing awful football. And he was I mean, he was mediocre before Dak got there. So. He, he was mediocre with garbage quarterbacks. He was mediocre with Tony Romo. He was mediocre when they had the DeMarco Murray. He was mediocre when they with Zeke. He's been yes. mediocre with their defense. And and you got to look at it. Why do at this point why do you think the Cowboys look like the best defensive team one night and atrocious another night? Yeah. Why does Dak Prescott look like an MVP and then he looks like a, you know, a marginal quarterback? Right. It's just I mean, come on. What's been the consistent uh, variable that's been there through all the mediocrity and disappointment? It's right. Jason Garrett. Yeah. And and I could run through the NFC coaches, and honestly, I I wouldn't pick him over maybe other than maybe like three or four guys. Mm-hmm. Other than some of the new hires, you know, I Cliff Kin, Kinsbury, I don't care. Uh, the Matt Lafleur, I don't really care. Right. But am I taking him over Pete Carroll? Absolutely not. Of course not. Am I taking him over Matt Nagy in Chicago? Absolutely not. No. Not with I'm what not he's doing. Mike Zimmer, the Vikings coach, and, and the Vikings are a mess right now. Yeah, but that, that would be the another, only competition for there's me. There's another person to blame for that. I'll get to that. Right. But the Viking, Mike Zimmer, I'm never taking Jason Garrett over him. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Sean McVay. Absolutely not. No, of course not. I mean, I could run through every single coach, and even if I take Jason Garrett, I'm skeptical on that take. I'm not sure if I'm taking anybody over McVay or Carroll right now. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. The only the only real like team with a coach that who I would take Garrett over is the Falcons. Yeah. I think the Falcons have been probably just as much if not more of a mess coaching wise. <laughs> um but but again, Jason Garrett <laughs> if not more <laughs> another mess that I really don't want to get into, but no, I get it. Um, but yeah, man, Jason Garrett. Like, at what point do you look at him and like he's done nothing to make this team better? <laughs> yeah, I don't he know. He's he's never elevated them to be better than what they are. No, he hasn't. And you can run through all the quarter. You could draft quarterback after quarterback, and at this point, I'm never gonna believe in their success with Garrett coaching this team. Right. You. I mean. They were they were a top five team throughout the regular season last year, and they came to Indianapolis and got shut out. Yeah. How does that happen? How do you lose to Marcus Mariota with the roster that the Cowboys have? Yeah. You just don't lose games like that unless you have a coach who's just not getting it done. Yeah. And the, and it it pisses me off that Jerry Jones is so like emotional and and attached to these guys personally. Mhm. But I if anybody else was running this organization, Jason Garrett would have been gone years ago. Yeah. Oh, speaking of coaching, uh he just played a coach this weekend. Who I'll never take him over. What's oh, the yeah, Saints for sure. Saints guy? I, I his, forgot his, his name. name escapes me, but yeah, I forgot his name too. One of the better coaches in the league, easily. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, just ridiculous. You, but you can. It's clear to see when Dallas is just straight up out talenting the other team. You know. And that's what they they rely on that. Yeah, they do. And Dallas is a premier brand, so you can make that work. But you're not getting Super Bowls with mediocre coaching. You're just not. Right. Definitely not. Not getting Super Bowls just out, just with having better talent. Yeah. Because everyone has fire talent at that point. Uh, yeah. So, at this, what other games did you see? Um, uh, let me look. <laughs> I saw the Tampa Bay Rams game. That was That was probably the biggest just pure shocker. Yeah. And I saw the Chiefs and Lions. Yeah, I caught the end of that. Yeah. Tampa um, Bay, wow. Winston was... Rams? Putting what the hell? Uh, Rams showed another display of, if you can't run the ball, your marginal quarterback will not be successful. <laughs> Did you see how many passes he threw? 130? <laughs> 68. Nah, 68 for Jared Goff. I'm surprised his arm... He's He had to have been <laughs> ice in the arm for a brick. Yeah. yeah, of course. His arm definitely got iced, massaged after the game. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, man, it was it was just it was crazy, and it's just weird. I don't know whose call it is that they just try to outscore people and don't do anything else. But you know, I I don't, I don't get it. 
Goff is not going to win a game Go- for you me can't, dude, with you're 70 not, passes. Right. That's – that's you, there's no way. Todd Gurley only had five carries. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not that. That's one of those games. I think they just like it's like a Super Bowl hangover kind of thing. Yeah. Because Tampa Bay getting 55. Last time they did that, Ryan Fitzmagic was playing. Yeah, Chris. And Godwin they did that to just, the to the Saints, who look like one of the best teams in football. Chris Godwin was just eating them up. Mm. And I'm not sold on Tampa Bay. No. It's nothing to be sold about. J J like Jameis. I ne- just like I n- I'll never trust Jason Garrett. I'll never trust Jameis Winston. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. I, I have uh, four quarterbacks who, after this past week, I'm done with. <laughs> four. Four. Who? Who else? Uh, might be five. Let me just. And I really don't want to talk about these teams because these teams are going to be allergic to success. With these guys playing quarterback. Who are they? Uh, I'll start with Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah. It's over. Come on. Flacco, I mean, he should have retired two years ago. He should have retired as soon as they drafted Lamar Jackson, honestly. (laughs) Dude. uh, Joe Flacco, I have not seen somebody live off one year as... (laughs) (laughs) He honestly, outside of his Super Bowl year, yeah, he's been atrocious as a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, at least Eli Manning had two. Yeah, at least get two. Like Joe and Flacco he's has been always awful. had a pretty good team. That's the worst part. Exactly. Yeah, and Denver has been Denver has just been just begging for a quarterback. Yeah, you put Peyton Manning on there for two years. They were a top three team in football. <laughs> Tebow had him kind of fired. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This team, this team has been an elite defensive team for like 20 years in a row. Yeah. And the fact that they've struggled to put a good team together is is insane to me. It is. It is insane. And John, what is the fact that John Elway is a poor quarterback scout? Is wild. It it, it just it shocks me. But who, who did they draft recently? I remember Nobody? Paxton Lynch. They haven't drafted a quarterback in a while. Who is he? Uh, they signed uh, the go Brock Osweiler. Where is he? Probably out of the league or backing <laughs> somebody up. Backing Flacco up? Is he still he, on? He might be. He might be. I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. But I'm. But the point. I don't really want to talk about the Broncos. <laughs> Cause I'm done with Joe Flacco, man. At this point, if you're not done with Joe Flacco. Like you're just you, you're ignoring the obvious. You're playing yourself. Yeah, and I feel bad because again, Denver is a good roster. Yeah, but you're just not gonna succeed with Joe Flacco. Right. Another quarterback I'm done with, and and I supported him. He he got. I heard these criticisms about him when he was on the Redskins. Oh no. And and I I thought I was like nah man I I feel like people are misjudging this guy. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll man up on that one. That I was wrong. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, <laughs> yeah. At this point, the Vikings are damn near close to cutting him. They should be. They better be close to benching him. 
Yeah. If he's not benched within the next two games, I'm done with the Vikings. Because, again, another great roster. Yeah. And they have, they have so many receiving threats. They have, like, three receivers who are elite. Mm-hmm. They have a, a good line. They have, they're very physical. They're well-coached. And, and he, Kirk Cousins has just been awful in every way. Mm-hmm. He he has somehow he has somehow improved on and this is gonna sound crazy he has improved on the worst aspects of his game in terms of like making them worse. Right. He has somehow started making more uh, awful throws, less good throws. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you're how is your experience going up? But your uh your attention to the game, your performance is getting worse. And it like these guys have been in the league for five to ten years. They're not rookies. They're not second, third year players. Where, uh, yeah, as I was saying, dude, we've watched. Yeah, I'm done with Kirk Cousins, man. We we've at this point, similar to Flacco, he's been in the league. Five ten years. We're not talking about a second, third year quarterback. It doesn't seem like he's been in the league that long, but I mean, I know he has, but it seems. I guess I've seen all <laughs> I, point, I all I need like to younger. see. Yeah, yeah. At, at this point, I just don't picture him getting better. Like, really. Yeah. So uh, I said four, right? I believe. Four yeah. Was the. Uh, you you're at Flacco Cousins. Who's, who else is it? Uh, I have my. Th- I'm missing my fourth one, but I I know my third one for a fact. Okay. Uh, Marcus Mariota. <laughs> they won. I know. <laughs> and and okay. this is, and the reason why to me is, Mar- Mariota looks like uh, Aaron Rodgers one game, and he looks like Kirk Cousins the next game. Yeah. I'm I'm sick of it. Yeah. He, I've never seen him play well three games in a row. Yeah. Never. And and I watched him last week and and don't don't get me wrong, he was awesome against the Falcons this weekend. And how good the Falcons are, I don't know. They're not honestly, but still right. it the, it's impressive for him to play that well. Mhm. But I mean, at this point, you know, when you I watched him the previous week, and and this is when I was done with him. I should have called him out last week. He, I watched him. Uh, so the Titans like to run, you know, simple, short passes, and he and he couldn't throw an accurate screen pass to Henry. I don't even. I might not even have been to the running back. I don't remember. Uh-huh. But it was somebody was you know right there. All you got to do is dump it down, and he just missed it. Right. You're yeah. you're in your fifth year and you're missing screen passes. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I mean, you can make all the great throws you want, and he, he some games again this past weekend he looked incredible. Right. But if you can't give me consistency on basic, you know, quarterback skills. Mm-hmm. I, you're you're in your fifth year. I'm done. I've seen all I need to see. 
Yeah. At, at, the Titans at this point are just stretching out like their time with him, which I don't know why. Uh, but they just to me, I, I've seen all I need to see. Uh, well, I I think they believe in him. I think uh, as long as he's winning games for them, I think they believe in him. I don't know who they have as a backup. I mean, oh they, Ryan if, Tannehill. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> never mind. Stick stick with Mario. <laughs> ne- never thought I'd say that. <laughs> I'm yeah. still done with him, but I mean, clearly you're not gonna improve this season. Uh, so you might as well ride it out. Right. And the fourth quarterback I'm done with, and I think everybody's done with him. Uh, wow. Andy Dalton. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why, why is Andy Dalton still playing quarterback for the Bengals? Why is he still in the league? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And and this this Monday night game was so fucking garbage. Yeah, oh, my God. And, and, I mean, if Big Ben was there, it had been, you know, and the Steelers weren't as awful as they are, it would have been a little more meaningful. Mm-hmm. But the Bengals are a joke. Rudolph right? played okay, though. He really did. He didn't show me anything. Nah, he, he didn't, like, yeah, he didn't play good, but he definitely didn't play bad. He was a good game manager. Yeah. I they weren't playing one. anybody, so. But the Bengals are, I know they had a couple close games to start the year, and Dalton looked good. Just Andy Dalton for a fucking decade. Come on. It's just it's time to move on. If, yeah. if if the Panthers are giving up on Cam Newton, who I still think can be a decent quarterback, I mean, the fact that the Bengals haven't given up on Andy Dalton shows me what kind of trash organization they are. Right. And you know what's even worse is, I'm pretty sure a couple years back, they did give up on him. Because I remember them talking about A.J. McCarron starting or somebody else maybe. Yeah, I, I do remember them saying that they were done with Andy Dalton. And the fact that he's still there and he's kind of there, like, they came into this season with Andy Dalton as their quarterback. I've never even heard of the guys they got on the bench now. Ryan Finley, uh, he, they, he was just drafted They have this the year. audacity to have a below-average starting quarterback and they can't even get, get, like, a decent backup. Right. I mean... This dude was drafted this year from NC State. The other one is Jake Dolagala from uh, Central Connecticut State, 6'7". <laughs> That's crazy, man. Central Connecticut State? I didn't know they had a football team. But, yeah, Bengals are they're in a bad spot, man. It's... Not look, they're not looking up, I don't think. But I'm yeah, I'm done with those four quarterbacks to me. Yeah. And get and, out of and here. I was just kind of keeping an eye on things this weekend and I was just like the, these four names jumped out to me and I'm like why are these guys still in the NFL? I honestly if Especially of, Flacco and Dalton to me. If any of these guys played quarterback for me, I'd be like I might as well get bring Tim Tebow back. Yeah. Give him a chance. I mean and you look at these backups thriving, which look at Kyle Allen, look at uh, Gardner Minshew, look at Daniel Jones. 
Yeah, and you, Brissett's you, been playing well. Brissett's another one. Like you don't need you don't need to get a top five quarterback from you know from the draft. You don't need to get him from the Oklahoma. You don't need to get him from the premier schools. No. Like, bro, all you got to do is, like, truly scout and pay attention to how these guys play quarterback. Yeah, get someone who knows how to play. That's, that's and really then it. And then have a coach who can put together a solid, you know, plan of success. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really, I mean, I, I don't really have much about any of the other games. Uh, the, the Patriots, I mean, the Bills are good. Yeah, especially defensively. So I'm not surprised that the Patriots struggled. The Bills are trying to, you know, trying to do something this year. Yeah, Josh Allen needs to be better though. Yeah, he was. He tried really hard to help the Patriots win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he did his he did his job for the Patriots. Yeah, but Tom Brady tried too. He did. I mean, throwing a pick in the end zone and to get. To get, like, read by a defender the way he did. His throwing just overall was just atrocious. Really bad. 18 for 39. I, dude, I don't think I've ever seen Brady throw under 50%. I know. I know Max was up there talking about the cliff. Oh, yeah. He, he jumped off of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to me, to, like, the two... The Bills and Lions lost to two obviously superior opponents. Yeah. But both of those teams should feel good about those losses. I agree. Because the Lions and Bills, I think, have a good foundation. I don't know how great they're going to be because I don't know the quarterback. I don't know the overall depth. Yeah. Uh, But they've looked good in the first quarter of the season. Yep. All right. Um, So that's it for the NFL? I think so. Upcoming games. Uh, Green uh, Bay and Dallas is going to be must-see, as always. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really it for me, man. Honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I'll, I'll, try, I'll catch whatever game is on. I usually, if it's a remotely competitive game, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. And I got, I'm starting to really like, I've been missing Gardner Minshew's games and he's just, he's keeps winning. Yeah. He's been balling. And every time they, he's, they've been posting his highlights. I'm like, God damn. He's a yeah. pretty good quarterback from, I mean, obviously it's the highlights, but Hey, as long as they're winning games. Yeah. That Thursday game is going to be good too. the Rams and Seahawks. Mm, yeah. 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 That should be pretty good. Uh, you know, I don't think the Seahawks get enough credit for being consistently competitive. Agreed. Like, pretty much ever since Russell's been there, they've been competitive every year. Top, uh, you know. Yeah, you, they've you been contenders. Wilson, you think Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think he's on on the track, yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I agree. I don't think he's quite there, but his career if it continues the way it's gone, which it should. Yeah. He he'll get in there for sure. Yeah, cuz his his win percentage is going to be high. Very. Yeah. And they and he's found success with like with good rosters, with terrible rosters. Like he's, yeah. he's, I mean, he's had to play full seasons with terrible offensive lines. 
Yeah, he has. Some, yeah. Of these, some of these quarterbacks, if they have a bad offensive line, they're out of the league in two years. Yeah, and he's also played through, like, some guys' fire years. Like, guys will come there and have a fire year, and then, you know, they're gone, and Russell is still playing well, you know? Right. Like Jimmy Graham. Yeah. He was vicious for, like, two years, and then, you know, I think he got hurt, right, and they traded him. Yeah. And Russell's- to ro- Jimmy Graham was awful Thursday night, by the way. <laughs> forgot to mention that. Yeah. But R- Russell still, I mean, it's like he just replaces him with somebody else. He's been, I mean, he's been one of the more, cons- if not the most consistent quarterback the last five, eight years. I think he has been, yeah. Yeah. He is, and five, to be as small as he, he, he is... And to scramble as much as he does, the fact that he doesn't really like turn the ball over too much. Yeah, he's a smart quarterback. Like he, he's man. The Seahawks got a good one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I always forget who did he beat out his rookie year to start. He, he uh, beat like a journeyman, if I remember correctly. No, nah, I don't. I can't remember. I don't know. I'll come back to it next time, but. It was funny to me that he he wasn't even supposed to be starting, right? That is wild. I mean, to see it's wild in general to me when these backups, when guys who don't start come in and like take over the whole league, <laughs> it's crazy. Like Tom, no one thought Tom was gonna be what he is. Yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes. Nobody was ready for Mahomes. Right, Russell. Yeah, that is it's cool. Some of the guys are, and it seems like the better quarterbacks that that is the case. As like as of late, yeah, because some of the guys they draft and they throw right into that role, they're not ready, or they don't uh, they don't last at least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's next? Let's let's talk some NBA. There's not too much. But uh, you see they, any of the preseason stuff? I saw some of the little interview clips, mm-hmm. the media day clips. I saw uh, Paul George was talking about there. He they have the better duo than L.A. Um, <laughs> my God, you're not even gonna okay. be playing the first month, right? Speaking of which, he's he's gonna miss probably not too many, like ten games. Yeah, you think the Clippers will struggle or they'll be fine? Without him there? Yeah. Uh, I think they'll struggle. I think Kawhi will play well, but I think I don't think the team will win games. Yeah. I, I think early on they're going to have a tough time. Yeah. Because, he, again, he's such an easy fit. Yeah. Uh, so, But, I mean, 10 games, you know, you, I don't think they're going to be 0-10. No, no, no. I think they'll still be at least 6-4. and four. That's that's not a bad start. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when he, yeah, and the thing is, hopefully, even though he can't play in the games, I hope he gets you know workouts and like I hope they work out with him. Well, he's so been, like when he comes, it's yeah. a seamless fit. He's been doing non-contact drills. I'm pretty sure he's gonna be doing non-contact drills. Okay. So I, I mean. 
man, he had a surgery on both shoulders. <laughs> yes, yeah, wild. Dude, dude, he might have he might have a month where his shit is all types of short. I, I wonder how you even function like that. Right. <laughs> how do you walk around the house with neither shoulder? That's what I'm saying, dude. I watched <laughs> dude, I came out of work today. There's a guy with like an ankle brace on. Yeah. And he was struggling to walk like in with crutches. <laughs> right. To to not have access to either shoulder. How do you sleep? Like, how do you lay down? Oh, my God, dude. I only sleep on my side, so it'd be a wrap for me. Right. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. I I mean, that got to be tough. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, they must have been minor, though. At least one of them must have been minor. I know the one that he hurt in the playoffs was a big deal, but I don't think the other one was. Yeah, it's just shoulders take a while. Like even with little things, shoulders are like the longest to to really come back from. Yeah, yeah. So, I, but I mean, he seems like he's okay. Mm-hmm. And they're not like he's as, if he's doing everything non-contact, that means he's not really limited. Right. So if he's not limited, then he's definitely in good shape to start playing in like November, maybe early December. Worst case scenario. Yeah, and he's getting up plenty of shots, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to be really tough because how how balanced, like how Kawhi and Paul George are so skilled, like both of them are so skilled. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, like Anthony Davis, although he's skilled, he's not LeBron skilled. No. Like, LeBron is clearly the best skilled on the team, and everyone else is just good at, like, one thing. But for Kawhi and Paul George to be good at so many things, Paul George is really good at everything. And then Kawhi to be, you know, getting better at a lot of things and to be locked down, both of them be locked down defenders. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Because whoever, whoever, like, when they play a team and one of them has to check, like, someone that uses a lot of energy... That means the other one has more energy. So yeah. And and I can't like looking at their roster, I can't like point out a glaring weakness. Their their inside presence is pretty weak. I mean, but Montrezo can cover for a lot of that. Yeah, but he he got to come out the game eventually. Zubox is not getting it done. No, he's not. I'll give you that one. <laughs> and I mean, they but they let Boban team- go, right? I think so. Yeah. But they're a team who, if you have a lot of wing depth, yeah, you can play small. Yeah, you can. And I'm not as, you know, five years ago, if you told me they really don't have a big man besides one rebounding machine power forward, I would have been like, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. But now, if you have wing depth, if you just have overall roster depth, you could go small and, and be fine. Yeah, I mean... I would agree if the Warriors were still, like, the best team in the league, which, although I still do think they're the best team in the league, it's, there's teams who are, like, doing the opposite that are really good, like the Lakers. Like, if they have Montrezl and Kawhi at the four and the five, and the Lakers have Anthony Davis and Cousins, or Anthony Davis and, I mean. Dwight. (laughs) <laughs> Anthony Davis and another big JaVale like, <laughs> Yeah I'm just saying In general There's there's teams going big 
like Blake and Drummond, I wouldn't want Montrez and Kawhi guarding Blake and Andre Drummond. I I agree with what you're saying. But on the other on the flip side, Blake is not checking Kawhi. So I mean, my thing is I trust the Clippers more than I trust those teams that take advantage of size. Okay. Like I don't trust Detroit. And, yeah, I got you. And yeah. Blake and Drummond is great, but you gotta. What are those other guys doing? D Rose. I don't trust. <laughs> I don't trust Denver because Jamal Murray can give you 30-plus, and then he could take 30 shots and get 10 points. Yeah, and Jokic needs to, like, choose whether he wants to be soft or yeah, strong and, and, inside. And Millsap is another. He could get you 20 points on five shots, oh, or no. he could take 18 shots and score six points. No, 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 no. Let's not worry about Millsap. Exactly. He's not a big. I mean, well, do, you, Horford do you trust and- Philly? Horford and Embiid, that's that's the other I mean I, I trust, trust Horford. Philly. I trust Horford and Embiid, yeah. I trust Kawhi and Montrezl before I trust Embiid and Horford. Oh, that's wild. Horford's gonna body whoever whichever one is checking him, Horford's gonna give I mean, a rough I, day. I, don't get me wrong, I I trust Horford to do what he does. Oh, it's Embiid? But Embiid's a huge question and Horford like Horford's peak dominance is not, you know, like it's not really controlling the game. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you can allow Horford to go off and still beat the team. Yeah, for but the most part. Allow, you can't allow Montrezl to get 10, 15 layups and then Kawhi gets to play freely, PG gets to play freely, and you got Lou Will. Yeah. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. So it's more it's more so that I tr- that I doubt the other teams more than I trust the Clippers. Yeah, I get I get what you mean. Yeah. And, and the Lakers, I mean, the Lakers have doubts everywhere. Mhm. So that's a whole other thing. No, I'm so right. excited for the season, man. I know I might have to get league pass this so year, man. So excited. Yeah. I can't wait I can't wait to see what all these teams are going to look like, man. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be so much fun. There's gonna be just great games, guys going at it. I feel like I gotta see. I gotta see what the Jazz looks like. I gotta see what the Lakers. I gotta see what um, the Nets. Did Orland. you see the Nets workouts? No, they look they look fire, man. They really look crazy as a team. Like it looks weird seeing Kyrie and DeAndre with the guys that were already nice, like Dinwiddie. Yeah, yeah. It, that's my thing. I, I was thinking about that the other day. Kyrie doesn't have excuse. Really, he really doesn't have an excuse for for Brooklyn to not be like decent. Yeah, they might be crazy. Yeah, because it, and the difference like from them to Boston, like Boston got rid of a lot of guys before he got there. You know, yeah. Crowder, Isaiah. It, they were such big parts of the team. I mean. It's like a seamless it should be a seamless transition from D'Angelo to Kyrie. Like they play very similar overall. I mean, D'Angelo yeah. passes a lot more, but it, you know, and then when he comes out, the team should still be a well-oiled machine, which Boston was not. Yeah. You know. 
So it'll be interesting. I think they're going to be wild, but I got to see what they look like. I got to see what Portland looks like with Whiteside. Houston? Got to see what Houston looks like. Man, so I have I, to. I'm excited for like Jimmy Butler in Miami. Yeah. I'm just I've never been this excited about this many teams. I think Miami's going to get another big player before the season's over. I don't know who it's going to be, but I think Miami is going to make a trade. Me. Hmm? Wouldn't surprise me. You know who I think I think LA could move uh Kuzma if he doesn't fit early on in the year. Yeah. Move him where? I don't know, but I think Kuzma, a lot of teams would probably want him. Yeah, I agree. And and to me it just LeBron the three of them as like a big three kind of situation, it just looks a little stiff. Mm-hmm. Just in my in my mind, I'm completely guessing in that regard. Like I could be wrong. You're saying LeBron, him AD, and AD. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I could be, again, I could be wrong, and I got no problem with that. But it just doesn't seem like it's gonna like work as well as uh, the Lakers seem to think so. Yeah, and Kuzma, to me, from what I saw, I don't see Kuzma's game like. I don't see like a complimentary piece from his game. Like they act like he is like, he's just this, yeah, the perfect wing. I don't see that. Cause he's I thought when he, a, he's just a chucker. Yeah. When he had a that good season, I mean, no one else was there. Right. So he just was jacking shots. Well, him Lon- and Jordan Lonzo Clarkson didn't want to shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, him Clarkson and, I mean, well, yeah, I was right after Clarkson left, but, I mean, it, it was just a weird, a very weird team. So, yeah. I don't really know what he's going to do with all those guys. Because even last year, at Kuzmo, he didn't do anything really to me, no. anything special. Um, I Believe it or not, I do want to see how New Orleans is. I want to see, uh, you got to, you got to see what the hype is, man. I d- yeah. I agree. First couple of games I want to see, but I have a feeling that whatever happens in the first 10 games for New Orleans is going to be the same thing for the rest of the season. I don't think they're going to like get better. I think what I you think, see, I think they could what get, you get a lot worse though. Oh yeah. They, they could get worse, but I think overall what you see is what you're going to get. Especially I think them getting worse will be because teams have seen them. Yeah. And teams will just be like, oh, no, nah, we're not, you know, we're not letting the backdoor lob happen, whatever, you know. Yeah. If Lonzo, if Lonzo doesn't thrive playing with Zion, all that point guard hype that was around him, as far as I'm concerned, is gone. Yeah. Like, I'm still re- remaining, I'm giving him this tiniest sliver of hope. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I did say that he should be out of the league in a couple years. Yeah. Uh, but if he can't thrive with Zion. I told you, Michael Carter Williams. Yeah, get him out of there. Is That'll be his ceiling. He'll be on another team, and he'll just be floating around. He'll be a really good backup. Not really good, but he'll be a decent backup. You know, the worst part is Michael Carter Williams backs up a backup right now. Like, he backs up DJ Augustine. <laughs> That's where I see Lonzo. 
you know, backing up Terry Rozier, something like that, you know? That's tough. That's quite the ceiling. Not the ceiling, but I'm saying you if he doesn't hit play your head good, on it. <laughs> if he doesn't play good this year. Yeah. I feel bad, man. I, I feel like Lonzo it just he got dealt a bad hand. Yeah. And it just kind of it hasn't worked out well for him. I, I hope he I hope he figures it out. I hope he becomes at the very least a rotation player. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. It's weird how bad of a pick that was for the Lakers. Oh. I mean, you had Tatum oh. and De'Aaron Fox on the board. Oh. De'Aaron Fox just lit him, came off of lighting his ass up, too. I know. He gave him 30. No, he gave him like 37, 38, right? 38. 38? Come on, man. In co- in college, that might as well be 50. I know, because like Trey was leading the country but only right. like 21 and this was in the NCAA tournament too yeah where you're getting like I mean the crowd is insane you know what I mean it's kind of a, a neutral ground yeah who and, who led the oh it was like some central Michigan dude led the country that year right yeah yeah but I mean either way it wasn't a lot of points 38 is crazy right and then Fox yeah. I mean Fox is the leader of his team yeah and doing well yep. um and tatum of course i mean receive. honestly I, I i don't really want to do this to lonzo but if we run down that draft i could probably name like 15 players that he got picked before that are better than him at this point yeah or at least are playing and contributing more than he is right donovan for sure Donovan would probably be if you repicked it. Donovan would probably be the first pick of the draft, and then and then Tatum would probably be second. He's definitely both of those guys are definitely going before Lonzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, what other NBA talk? Is there any any news? Uh, what about the the California law? Yeah. What? Which one is it? The uh, like some the athletes are getting paid. I didn't. Oh really yeah, see the, that's exactly the one Tebow went off about. Okay. Yeah. It's like official now, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. What do you think about it? It's a good step, but I'm nervous at like what what direction it goes from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, because. It's, it's, a, it's a tough issue, man. Like, I was thinking about it when, when they they were talking about it on the news uh, earlier today, I think. And I was just kind of, like, really looking at it from all perspectives. Yeah. And there is a lot of negatives to opening up that kind of avenue of paying st- student athletes. Yeah. Where, like, how do you, how do you manage it fairly? What's the... What should the criteria be to uh, do you keep it even? Do you allow guys to make what they're worth? Well, well yeah, it's it's um it's profiting off their own likeness and their own image. So, yeah. As long as as long as it's them tied to them, they can always make money from them. like as long as he's number 6 for uh you know USC yeah as whatever USC number 6 jersey he sells he can 
You can make money from it. But yeah. I don't know if this, like, what the school sells, he makes money from that. I don't know how that works. Like, because, you know, you could buy a number six jersey, like, not number six, but you can buy a jersey from the team, like, at the school store. Yeah. I, I don't know if the player makes that money, though. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you're making Zion a millionaire or from, you know, the jump. But, the, like, what are you doing to Trey Jones? <laughs> oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, at yeah. that point... The best players make the most money. It just it, at, at that point, the premier players become, like, superstars. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's and all... You on lose top of the that brand getting, of the team. And on top of that, going to school for free. Right. <laughs> Which is wild. I, I, I wasn't for this. Like, I understand... Why people are for it. Honestly, this isn't the way I want athletes to get paid. Exactly. The more I think about it, the to me to me it's it's the the point of it is to give money back from what the NCAA is making to the people that are making it for them. Yes. But when you start now you're kinda you know, again, Zion will be getting 70% 70% of the profits and then you split another 30% between the other college the other you know 20 of the top players yeah and then you got all these guys who are struggling who actually really need the money who aren't getting it mhm so at that point it's not even it's counterintuitive at that point even if they came out and said there was like a a new funneling of the ticket money into scholarships yeah i would appreciate that more yeah instead of every school having seven or whatever they have and then you know whatever you do no matter what happens this season you're still gonna have that many scholarships no like if it worked the other way around like if it was really a business it would go off of how successful they are how much how many tickets they sold will go into how many scholarships they get like that Business-wise, that's how it should work, which I probably would be more okay with than just letting someone go out and sell their own jersey. So, and it would it would impact recruiting because now, I guess this is a good thing, but it again creating a weird situation where now like great high school recruits don't want to play with each other. Why wouldn't should, they want to play with each other? If if they want to maximize, you know, the profit off their own name. Oh, yeah. yeah. They would want to go. I mean, if I'm thinking about it, if I'm a top 10 recruit, I want to go to a school where I'm getting most of the shots. <laughs> Oakland and Pacific going to be fire <laughs> next couple of years. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to go. I, I would never go to Duke if I'm if I can make money off my likeness because. I'm backing up, or I'm playing behind two other guys who are better than me. Yeah. And I'm a top 10 pit, a top 10 recruit. Right. So it's just, it creates a weird dynamic. Yeah. Like, I think your idea is good where it's, it's it shouldn't even be just like pay. It should be a kind of increase in the scholarship. Yeah. Where you're like, the athlete is more flexible to kind of live off that scholarship yeah um but in terms of just paying guys and profit off their i don't know it's just weird no yeah i i agree it you shouldn't it shouldn't be a job already 
Yeah. Because it's not a job. And it pisses me off how the NCAA is just kind of, like, fighting it. Yeah. Where they're not really addressing what the concern is. They're just looking at it like, look at this dumbass idea. Like, this is what y'all wanted. Like, this is stupid. Right. Like, it's, that's not the point. The, <laughs> this idea, I think, is dumb, but the issue is still there. Well, yeah, and and that's why, you know, and we talked about Tebow's, uh, yeah. his monologue about it. That's why it his made sense to me, because Tebow would be a billionaire exactly. if he could sell money. I mean, if he could sell uh, his likeness at that time. I mean, he was he was everywhere. He was a everywhere. superstar. I, I can't. He was probably the, um, you know, brightest star in college football of my lifetime that I could ever remember. Honestly, oh, easily, easily. Yeah, because I, I, Reggie Bush was up there. Um, you know, Vin, that Vince year Reggie Young. Bush and Vince Young had that thing. Yeah. They were both really, really big, but no one was like Tebow, man. The dominance. So I, it's just, it's weird that you could think that someone could do that. Zion, how much money would Zion already have? Oh my God! I probably wouldn't even go to the NBA if I played four years and I was at Zion's stature. For what? You know, at least you're not really working. You can quit school anytime you want to, and you can quit the team and still finish out your scholarship if you already signed. Yeah. In most schools. It's happened before, but you can't quit the NBA. Just my thing, uh, last, I guess, kind of last point before we move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to find a way to where it's not individualized. Mm-hmm. It's still, it needs to be just a general profit for the all of the student athletes. If you start kind of individualizing how these guys get paid, like you said, it becomes a job. It's not even a... They're not student-athletes anymore. No. And they're celebrities. You know? Yeah. And I, I get why... I get the whole thing. You don't ever want to be bigger than the school. That was like a real old-school mentality. But the complete opposite is not better. You know? It has to be a middle ground. Being completely bigger than the school... Is not better than being, you know, not being bitter, bigger than the school. Like, that was like what they used to say, like, what Duke would never let players, like, be fancy in the games and stuff, you know? Yeah. And, but now, I mean, it's going to be one player that just plays for the school. It's not going to be the school anymore. Right. In California. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I think by the time this gets. Nationwide, it'll be something different. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised to see some of these NBA guys just kind of blatantly support it. Yeah, I mean... Like, it's just kind of... You're supporting the issue without really looking at what it is. Yeah, but look who look who's doing it. Draymond and LeBron? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> they're not like... No disrespect to either one of them, but they're not the guys I'm looking for for college advice or, you know, yeah. my, uh, I don't know. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go too crazy against those guys, but I'm what? definitely not asking Draymond for any financial advice ever. 
We'll definitely come back to this because I do think, like, you know, like you said, once it goes national, there'll be a lot of attention on it. Yeah. And it's just going to be weird to see how this progresses, how they look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else is there? We could, we could talk about the little uh, battle since we're pretty much done with sports. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, well, I, I got to play. I got to play at least one. Well, first of all, let me start. Let me start by saying this. A couple weeks ago, Damian Lillard was on the Joe Budden podcast um, where they asked him, you know, is he one of the best? Well, I don't know exactly what they asked him, but something around is he one of the best basketball playing rappers, right? And he said, he said, yeah, he thinks he is. And then they brought up Shaq. And uh, he, he said people weren't looking at it like he's a real rapper. It's like that's Shaq rapping. So he was a big deal because basically he's saying he's a big deal because of his celebrity status, yeah. not because he was a good rapper. So he feels like he is a better rapper than Shaq. <laughs> so surprise, surprise. I, I don't I don't hear any falsehoods in that statement. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but you, think you know. Music than I think I rap better than That's Dame Rap. The daddy has to come out of retirement and spank one of these undisciplined children. Now it's time to be disciplined. It's time to pull up that belt and whip a little ass. Here we go. Yeah, what's wrong with these little cats? I can tell they little, listen to they little raps Always bragging about they little max contract Dame got a little money when it comes to Shaq You see this flow, got a little Hall of Fame on it Dame shoot jumpers, Shaq still banged on it Are you kidding me, hearing me? Not physically, mentally, vividly seeing it before you might give it to me I'm on a yacht in Little Italy, riddle me when you were young Did you see my MVP like a trilogy? MVP candidates, you are not one Platinum plaques on my wall, go and get you some Lyrically, I'm three times finals MVP I can't believe some guard called as a team How you say that you better than these When you ain't got more chance than these What you talking about? Legendary, I'm a hip-hop scholar I'm trying to get a million, give the fuck about a dollar Little boys better stay in their place Next time they ask you about Jack, man, fix your face This is more <laughs> Should I play all of it or? No, it's okay. They got the they got the gist. <laughs> they got the gist of Shaq bodying Dame. <laughs> I mean, it's not that good. It's but, not that good. It's uh, clearly someone give, who's not a rapper. I gotta give Shaq credit for somebody who hasn't made any music in a really long time. He sounds cool. The bars were he had good bars in there. Yeah. I don't know if he wrote all of them, but they were hard. Yeah. So, of course, like any real rapper does, Dame responded. <laughs> um, you, know, you know what is underrated? When, uh, when um, diss songs have, like, the person that's being diss, like, face on them. Like, when, when they make the... 
uh, <laughs> when like the funny like cover for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause uh, Pusha T, you know, he did that. Yeah. People, people look over that sometimes, but. He say he the goat, I come for his body Plan him cause he bought the copies Should've just passed me the torch, I got no remorse I beat him like Rocky, I feel the tank up with diesel You jealous of me and I see you Cause on this day, originals just can't fuck with this sequel I'm new school, got new hits Space Jam, not blue chips Hangman, yo shoe shit Dame six, I'm too lit Big name, got big bread, but you corny Get bags, get purchased Every time you get horny, then they repo. Love you when you was in beast mode. Loki thought you was a cheat code. Know that you shoot for the cheap hoes. Shoot any work like your free throws. Know you see my pockets deep, so you flexing ain't really a thing, bro. We both could be working at Kinko's. And Kobe, when you them rings, don't owe. Nursery rhymes spitting, <laughs> small cars sitting, oh. Icy hot poster boy, TNT snitching you. Big man hating, uh, mad at my existence. Had a song with bad boy. No Jordan to the piston, still getting to the chicken. This ain't nothing new to me. I always been a chosen one. Nothing you could do with me. This what rich looked like before the dough and jewelry. I'm from where Tom Hanks from, but no time foolery. Do it for the fam. Ain't no magic, no Kazam. Ain't no flexing for the gram. I'm for real. I promise you don't really wanna meddle with me still. All your personalities, real characters could get revealed. We coulda did a track together. Just pass the torch. Was lit without you, brother. I was busting off the porch. Car 911, hot, dusting off the porch. Look inside that statue at Staples and find a corpse. Confused that why you barked up the tree. Cause I'm a do you. <laughs> so, Dane responded. I mean, yes, he did. <sighs> rain, rain, go away, it's called. That was hard. His, his, his response was nice. He had to. I remember when I saw that he came out with a diss, I was like, he had to take a Kazam shot. It just, he have to. <laughs> you have to take a Kazam shot and a Kobe won his yeah, ring of, shot. Of course. Yeah, those are the two that will always haunt Shaq forever. Um, but yeah, Lillard actually put a good track together, which I like. He did, yeah, because it wasn't all about Shaq. It was actually just a really good song. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so shout out to Dame, man. I can't wait to see uh, inside the NBA. <laughs> yeah. When they gotta when they gotta talk about Portland. <laughs> yeah. You know they're gonna start clowning. Barkley's gonna clown him for this. They should play "Rain, Rain, Go Away" during the highlight set. <laughs> That'll oh, be fire. Those guys, those guys are hilarious. They are, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I can't wait to see that. They make and the I, NBA great, man. I, I it's gonna be terrible when they don't, you know, when they're not all three up there together anymore. Yeah. Uh, eventually, it's gonna end, but it's gonna be hard to replace them. Baron Davis and Isaiah Thomas is not gonna cut it. I can tell you <laughs> no, that. No, it's not. <laughs> and Candace Parker, they're not. That's not it. Chris yeah. Webber, nah. No disrespect to their basketball game, but broadcasting or talk show, it's not the same. Candace is the best out of them, and she's doesn't even play in the NBA, and she's yeah. by far better than Chris Webber. I mean, anyway, yeah, man. So he probably is the best NBA rapper ever. I don't, I can't think of anyone else even close to Dame. You think? 
No. Yeah. I don't think anybody. He's just, he's worked hard. Like, he's improved as an artist. He has, yeah. Which is, like, that, that takes a lot of work, man. It does. It does. All right. Uh, let me hit the transition uh, to your gym. Um, you want to say anything about it? We, we did we really talk that much about this project? Uh, not not a crazy amount, but we both loved it. I'm pretty sure we yeah. discussed that. We did. Okay. We'll be right back. start with music jump right into it uh, i mean yeah what else is there going on in music <laughs> yeah um so the baby finally dropped his highly anticipated album kirk this is the second album right yes yeah uh yeah we played the um intro track i think last time or the time before um so yeah, it's out. Thirteen tracks. Uh, Migos 
Lil Baby, Nikki, Chance, Kevin Gates, you know, some of the features. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. What did you think? Um, It didn't quite live up to the expectations, and, and part of that, I think, is our fault because we did have gigantic ones. Uh-huh. Um, but that being said, I do think this album was a tiny bit disappointing. Mm. Okay. It, it, to me, it's hard for me to say that because I honestly loved it. Yeah. And the fact that I loved it and it still disappointed me. Uh, that just, means you really had high expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I, I'm acknowledging that part of that is on me, but I just thought this album is like one big banger. Yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with that, and I had a ton of fun listening to it. But I, I just, I thought we would see growth from him as an artist. Yeah. I thought we would really kind of get to feel who he is. Yeah. And, and you, you, you don't really get that on this album. Mm-hmm. Like a, you just kind of get a whole bunch of bangers, and as far as the individual songs, they're all kind of personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, there was two that I really didn't like. Which ones? Uh, vibes. Uh-huh. And uh, I thought There He Go was one of the worst hooks of the year. <laughs> okay. I don't, know what, I don't know who put that in the studio, who made that work, and decided to just put that on a song. Yeah. But I was like, man, this, is, this sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides those two, I I enjoyed for the most part the other songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, what'd you think? Um, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Uh, I think it was disappointing. Um, I, <laughs> as we said, I really did think he was gonna show growth. I thought he was gonna show us a different side, and he almost showed me that he was like more shallow than I thought he was, honestly. Like, yeah. you know, cause, um, intro and I told you, I said this to you, but intro sounds like it's new and the rest of this sounds old. Like intro, it, nothing sounds like intro on here. Not even a little bit. The beat doesn't sound the same. Even the like mixing sounds different. His, his rapping doesn't have the same, like, just, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? I guess intensity. Uh huh. The same, like, this, like, he really painted his kind of life story in the opening track. Yeah. And the rest of this shit is just hollow. <laughs> yeah. It's just hollow. There's no real personality to it. It's just kind of, like I said, it's just a giant banger. Yeah, it is. And it's just, you know, uh, celebrity status. Nothing on here looks like it fits the album cover, like, yeah. other than intro again. So it it seems rushed almost like it, or it seems like these were songs he just had done already. So all right, let's just throw these thirteen on here and put them out, or these other twelve after I just recorded intro. That's what yeah. it f- felt like to me. And and let me stop there because I'm not saying it that is trash. It's definitely not trash. It's a good album. It's a good album, yeah. But it's is it as good as I think he could do? No, is it as good as I wanted? No, but 
I think it's a slight step back from his uh, first project of the year. Yeah, I'll take a full step back. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take a that's, full. That's fair. Yeah, which, um, which, the sophomore slump is very real. Is a is a real phenomenon in hip hop. To me, again, a step back is not a sophomore slump. I don't think this is a slump. Well, no, no, no. no. I'm saying a step back from your first album is is a normal thing. It's normal in rappers, and real and like, well, more than just rappers and hip hop artists in general, it's normal. It doesn't happen with everybody though. There's exceptions. There's the Drakes. There's the Lil Wayne's. Yeah. But then there's the Bryson Tillers. I, I, I had it in my mind. I'm like, sophomore slump, who else? <laughs> there's, there's the Bryson Tillers out there. There is. Right. Uh, this, to me, like, I'm okay, I'm cool with not hearing him for, for a while. Yeah. Because he kind of has been dominating this year. Yeah. Uh, and I hope he, he takes, like, some time to kind of chill. Mm-hmm. Not not have that Migos thing where you're just, you're everywhere all the time and we just get tired of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I am excited to see like where his next album goes. I am too. Maybe maybe we're an album early with our expectations. Maybe he will give us that in an album or two. Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. Yeah, it, this album didn't show me much skill. That was the one thing I think I was most disappointed. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was... Um, like I was excited for him as an artist, and this is going to sound really bad, but... To me, this album reminded me of like a way better version of YG. <laughs> no, I get that. Where it's it's not not the like they're not they're not similar in like how they rap. Yeah. But like think about it, if YG is not on a banger, you really don't want to hear him. Mhm. And listening to this album, I was like, you know, it, intro like you said is an exception, but if it's not a banger, he really there's no reason to put him on the track right and i hope i'm again i hope i'm wrong on that but you know we, i gotta take this album for what it is yeah yeah you're right i agree uh, and and honestly i mean i would definitely recommend it and as far as replay value goes i mean you could listen you could just have this shit playing yeah part of the reason i love it is because it's short you could it's thir- it's barely 30 minutes it's short and it doesn't have a, a very wide range of sounds. Yeah. So if you're, it, it'll keep the same vibe. Whatever yeah. vibe you have is, it'll be the same throughout this whole album, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. He he did show me. Uh, I was actually impressed with some of his hooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed like Bop. I I thought was like wow he could actually like, come out with a good hook. Yeah. I thought iPhone, he had a nice hook. I liked iPhone, yeah. Uh, to- Toes was like fun, more like a funny song. I, I thought it was cool. What do you What do you think about the features? You said you mentioned something about the features. <sighs> hit hit or miss. Okay. So, and this this goes more. I wanted to say this for the end, but we did kind of talk about it. So there there's features I love here, and there's features I'm I that really pissed me off. <laughs> okay. Uh, the he's. I think three for three with Stunna for for Vegas. Yeah, they they got great chemistry. They're kind of similar artists. Yeah, uh, I definitely want to see them working more together. Mm-hmm. 
And Toes as an overall track really grew on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, at first, I was kind of like, you know, this is weird. Uh, but Lil Baby's smooth on there. Money ba- I knew Moneybag Yo was going to be smooth on there. Of course. As soon as the beat, I was like, Moneybag Yo has to kill this. And he does. Yeah. He gives a 50 cent shout out. That's always GOAT. Yeah. Um, and Raw Shit was probably the the most lit song on the album. Yeah. And it was just so perfect because you gave... Every member had like a 30, not even a 30, like a 20 second verse. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I was like, that's such, per- that's so perfect. It's, bruh. it's one of the best, that's one of the best, like full Migos features for me. Yes, they all sounded while. so good. Yeah. It's the first time in a long time, and I'm like, man, they are a fucking good group. <laughs> yeah. Like, when they really get their shit together, and some of those, like, like the pure water and some of the like this rare hits that they've had in the last two years. Yeah, they they could sound really good. Yeah. So, uh, th- yes, I covered the features I liked. <laughs> there was other features, as you mentioned. Kevin Gates popped up. Yeah. Nicki Minaj popped up. Uh huh. Chance the Rapper popped up. And I don't have much to say about Gucci. I thought he was, you know, he kind of. He did his thing. He doesn't kill it. He doesn't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. But those other three. <sighs> you didn't Kevin like Nicki? Ga- Kevin Gates to me was just bad. Kevin Gates is bad. I'm sick of people <laughs> acting like Kevin Gates is just, is just doing like, it's just a random occasion that he's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Gates, I gave him a chance. I was like, if I like this feature, I'm going to listen to his shit. He's a couple he hits. Dro- like. He's no, he's no better to me, and I know this is a reach, but he's no better to me than Fetty Wap at this point, honestly. Like he, he's had his yeah, hits. Two, he got two phones and what? Really, really. And the, that, um, that's it for me. He got one other one on there. I think. I'm, I'm probably missing one or I give him like two other ones, but five. I'm not, I'm not giving you praise for five tracks. <laughs> yeah, Fetty Wap then, had more than five tracks on his only album. <laughs> that album was fire. It, yeah. It, but yeah, and since then he's just been like living off that same those same couple songs. And people go and like hype him up like he's nice. He does nothing. But yeah, I just didn't like how he came in and I'm like you try to play with the multiple languages like bruh, you don't sound good. <laughs> right. You don't sound good, my Like that's not your game. I don't know what your game is, but that's not it. Right, exactly. And 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 Chance and I don't know what you thought about Nikki, but Chance and Nikki were awful to me. <laughs> and and what pissed me off about it is like gos ideally gospel is is like a Chance should kill it. Yeah. You make a track gospel and and YKN Osiris is a, such a nice he has chemistry with the baby on the hook. Like, they kind of bounce off each other really well. Yeah. And then Chance comes on. He does that annoying-ass shit. Chance is really not bad. On, not on beat at all. He just kind of talks. Yeah. Really fast. Yeah. I can't stand that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I'm like, dude, we just came off an album of you getting away from that, and that's what we get here. I know, and he got dogs for it all summer. And then he just I mean, well, I don't know when this track was made though. Yeah. But you know, 
But the crazy thing is, his fans like that. That's the that's the worst part about it for him. They do like that's that. That's tough, man. I, I hated it. So tell me about Nikki. It's not that I, mean, I liked Nikki, but I didn't think it was bad. I wasn't. I just, I just, I'm done with her doing uh, like the six personalities on one verse. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'm, I'm done. You like, bruh? There has to be somebody got to sit there and be like, look, like this sound right here is not that good. <laughs> like you don't sound good uh, going back and forth from like crazy, you know, sex lines to you're trying to like half sing, half just kind of put out some auto-tune bullshit yeah when she came in with that singing part i really did not like that yeah and her and her bar like her bars when she went fast were like cool yeah but again like it's just it's the same shit yeah like she literally says the exact same shit it's like like bro you can you can hide it in whatever flow you want i've listened to you long enough bro yeah well she's retired so <laughs> and and this to me iPhone I really liked the hook, and the baby kind of had a low key verse, and I was like, this is an alley oop for Nicki Minaj to kill. Yeah, like this iPhone and the, just the the subject matter of the song should have been a hit, especially with Nicki on it. I agree. And the fact that it's not going to be, I think, is in large part because of how mediocre her verse was. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, th- those features are kind of nitpicky issues for me. Again, overall, I thought this this album is a banger from start to finish. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Off the Rip has a really nice bump to it. Uh, really has a nice bump. I liked XXL. Yeah. I was, I was like, man, this is, this is a good way to end the fucking album. What do you think about, um, like... Do you think it was well put together, like, as far as the songs? Like, does it sound like an album to you? Because I heard some people saying it sounds like a mixtape doesn't sound very cohesive. I think it's an album, but it's... And this kind of goes back to how maybe maybe he's more limited than we thought. Mm-hmm. To, to me, as far as I'm, I've seen from him, this is an album for him. For him? Yeah. Gotcha. I don't think, you know, would I, would I enjoy this more as a mixtape? I probably would. Mm-hmm. But you just, I'm not looking to this guy for depth. I'm not looking, if I'm going to listen to YG, I'm not looking for cohesive tracks. Like, at that, I got to manage my expectations at that point. Right. I gotcha. So, and that's kind of where I'm at with him. Uh, but I'm just as excited to see what he does next. Mm-hmm. And it, it disappointed me. Like, no Megan the Stallion? Yeah. For real? After Y'all what they did? The best? Exactly. Yeah. No J. Cole? That was kind of wild to me. It, insane. Come on. None of the North Carolina guys, they don't got to be from Charlotte. Right. I, I get it. You want to have Charlotte all to yourself. You got that. We, you can we have hear, it. We can we hear it on every track. Yeah, <laughs> but like, dude, I I needed J Cole and Megan Thee Stallion. I I just needed it. Yeah. And instead, we got Low Baby. Nothing against Low Baby, but is Megan Thee Stallion ba- from um, North Carolina? Um, I don't think so. Oh, oh okay. Houston. She's Houston. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I agree. I, I thought, but th- that's why I don't believe these songs are new. There's no way. Yeah. I don't believe it. But you know, I could be wrong. It's I'm I'm guessing, but I I would just think if they were new, he'd have this different kind of thing. Like they it would match the album art at least. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Shout out to the baby. Kirk is out. Go listen to Kirk. Um, you did not listen to Saved by the Bellinger, right? No, I did not. Okay, I did, but I'll I'll wait till next time. It's not that serious. Yeah, I got it sitting on my phone, so I'll definitely listen to it soon. Yeah, and I listened to some of Young and May's album, but like I need a break to come back to the rest of it. Twenty one songs. I see where the, you know, I can feel the vibes, though. <laughs> it's pretty clear from the yeah. intro song. Um, what else? Is there any other music news? Nothing? Um, I don't know about news, but I'm a, I'm pretty excited for the Summer Walker project that's about to come out. It comes out Friday? Uh, October 4th, yep. Okay. Features look impressive. A lot of people like Summer, man. Drake is popping up there. Is it the remix he did earlier this summer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but Six Lack, I'll take it. Bryson? Oh, yeah. Usher? Usher? A Boogie? I'll take it. Janae Aiko? I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, it looks a little long, but I'll check it out. And I n- I've never really, like, heard any of her individual songs, so that'll be interesting. I've heard a couple of her, her songs. They're uh, really short. Um, but they're cool. She has a nice vibe. Yeah. Nice vibe. Um, and she's really popular already, which is, mm. which is cool. That's cool. I mean, obviously, if she has all those features, right? People like her. Uh, anything else? Uh, I heard. I'm not too caught up on the singles. I did hear uh, French Montana's new uh, hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, no thanks to him, of course, but as usual, he, he it is credited to him. It's his. He's the artist. Everybody else is a feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I really liked the track overall. Yeah. Uh, it's it's clearly a hit as far as I could, I heard it. It is, and and people, I saw someone post a meme earlier today that said, uh, "Name a French Montana hit without a feature." And <laughs> Name were, a French Montana song without a feature. Right. He he has I think Montana. one. He what? He I think he has one. Uh, Ain't worry about nothing, and that's not even a good track as far as I'm concerned. That was like his first song, right? <laughs> yeah. After uh, after um, what's Pop the one? That. <laughs> no. Nah. The, the all the hella features. It was another one with all the features. Uh, what is it? Ah, uh, what was it? it was way 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 back. Ross was on Marble it. Marble and- floors. Two chains. No, before that, before that. Uh, Hold on, I'm gonna tell you one sec. I got shot collar. Oh, shot collar was fire. Yeah, I get. It. Yeah, it was. It was the remix though with Diddy and Rick Ross that got famous. 
Because I never even heard of the first one. Yeah. I think Post Malone sounds really great on this song, though. I do, too. Like, this is this is that, like, radio post. Yeah. That I got no problem with. Yep. Yeah. And, Car- and Cardi does a really good job. Like, she's she's developing as a really good, impressive feature. She is. She is. And she kind of... She's slowly adding a little bit more layers to like how she could sound. Mm-hmm. And and I think she's found out what she does best. Yeah. And she knows what people like now from her. So she delivers. Yeah. And that's good. Alright. Um let's get to those movies. Yeah, so I mentioned la- was it last week or the week before that I'm kind of catching up on movies. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I, I haven't been hitting movies as hard this year. I'm, I've been more on a show grind. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I watched two movies, one that came out a while back and one new one. But the the one that I watched from a while back is uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. <laughs> and I, I when, when it was coming out, I wanted to go see it. Yeah. Uh, and I heard good things about it, and it kind of fell, you know, it just kind of forgot about it, and summer went by. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I loved it. You did? I, I really did. And I got a, I'm a, I was a Pokemon fan growing up. Like, I played the games. Yeah. And I was, to be fair, I wasn't like a show fan. I only played the games. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed the atmosphere of this movie, the setting, like the world building. Yeah. They do a really good job. They kind of, they take a realistic approach to what like Pokemon living with humans would look like. Yeah. And I thought there was a lot of good comedy that came out of that. They didn't, they didn't really force anything. Uh, they kept the movie kind of simple. The plot was really simple, but it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. And and obviously Ryan Reynolds kills it as Pikachu. He's hilarious. Yeah. And the the animation is so it looks Pikachu looks so like good in terms of like how realistic he looks. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and I, the main character I think is a little corny. Mm-hmm. He was uh, in Jurassic is, World, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, the second one, whatever. He's, he's very forgettable, but I mean the movie. Again, the 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 best part of the movie is the world building, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I was looking for. I, I mean, you know, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. If you're looking for a deep story, again, manage your expectations at that point. Right. Uh, but for what this movie is, man, I, I it was entertaining. It made me laugh. Uh, it was just an easy watch. Mm-hmm. And and you don't have to be into Pokemon to enjoy this movie. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I got a little extra gem, you know, some extra gems from, uh, just how much I li- loved Pokemon as a child. But this movie is entertaining on its own. Okay. Cool. So after another movie I watched that is currently in theaters, uh, is Ad Astra. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm pretty sure I am. I think you are. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what made me go see it. I just, I had a free Sunday night. I was like, let me go do something. Uh, and it was the only, and it was late. So I, it was the only movie that I still had a chance to go see at that point. Yeah. 
So it was more of a default choice than something I like really wanted to see. Uh-huh. Um and we've been getting a lot of these space movies. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's and, a trend. It is. And overall I enjoy this movie. Uh, I think it's it's a very slow burn, mm-hmm. very slow. Uh but overall man, I I liked the progression of the movie. They do they do a very good job of investing you with the storyline early on. Mm-hmm. So you kind of uh, you're following Brad Pitt's character throughout the movie, and and you're curious, or at least I was curious to see where like his situation would end up. Yeah. Uh, but the movie slow is an understatement. This movie moves at a turtle's pace. Mm-hmm. And what's frustrating is I I don't think it's paced very well because of that. Because there there are some parts that are just like dumb lit. And then there's long, drawn-out parts where it's just like... Like, you already focused on this early on in the movie. You don't have to focus on it at this point. Mm, yeah, I get, I, I see what you're saying. And, and it really kind of beats you over the head with the emotional, like, aspects of the movie. His dad, right? Yeah, like uh-huh. the connection between Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh-huh. And again, like the the storyline is investing. I didn't even with know the, it was Tommy Lee Jones. That's yeah. fire. Okay. Uh, the story overall storyline is investing, but the the focus on the like the character relations is just too much. Mm, okay. Uh, but there's there's a couple scenes in this movie that were really great, man. There there's without getting too deep into it, there's a moon chase sequence. Like, there's a chase sequence on the moon. I am not joking. Mm-hmm. There is a <laughs> there's a scene in this movie that's almost like a horror scene that I thought was so well handled. Mm, okay. Uh, and, and this, but this movie just didn't have enough of those really good parts. Mm. Uh, and the and the overall ending it ends flat. Really? Yeah, like the very ending is is kind of flat to me. Okay. Uh, it just kind of it sets. I don't want to get too deep into it. I think if you enjoy space movies, and I do, uh, like you could you'll be entertained with this movie. I think some of the concepts it, it looks at is pretty creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but be prepared for for one of those kind of artsy like drawn out movies. Yeah, where where a lot the camera lingers on characters a lot. The character the camera lingers on. Like certain shots a lot, yeah. And to the, you got to be in a certain like mood for that. Okay. But B- Brad Pitt is incredible. Of course. He's. I mean, yeah. Anyone who expected anything different, then he's a Hall of Fame actor. You know. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tommy Lee Jones is great too. Not in the movie much, but he's great in his small role. Tommy Lee Jones still. Still hanging on, huh? He looks young too. In this movie, he looks younger than I remember him. They might have pulled. They might have did that thing they do now. Yeah, de aging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really wild. Uh, Cause then they aren't people going crazy about um, De Niro being de aged in the Irishman. Yeah, in Irishman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw. Um, I saw that. In the Shadow of the Moon on Netflix. 
Have you seen the previews for that? No, I saw I saw it like on the front page. Man, I mean, it's a time travel movie. Uh, so you know, you know how time travel movies are. Yeah. Uh, messy. <laughs> yeah, but it was actually really, really, really good. But I didn't like the ending. But other people I was with who saw it thought the ending was well done. I thought okay. the ending lacked, uh, lacked a punch. I guess, you know, like it wasn't very climactic at the ending. Mm-hmm. But overall, the story was really good. Uh, the story was good. Yeah, so I I would definitely recommend it. I mean, you know, it's Netflix, so whatever. I'm hyped for the Irishman yeah. though. Um, I'm I'm gonna see the reactions before I, I check it out. What? But it's Scorsese? Scorsese? Yeah. Al? I'm, 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 Robert? I have to. I have to. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, man. And Netflix... I hear good things, too. Netflix is ruining the Allura 2 movies in the it theaters. Is. Yep. And, I mean... Because they're just coming out with, like, top quality content. <laughs> right. Like, there's just, you know... You get all these. You get a Netflix, a great Netflix movie like once a week. You you don't even get a great movie in the theaters once a week anymore. Yeah. So it just that's for that's tough for me. Like I went to watch Ad Astra, and to me, like visually, it deserves to be seen in theaters. Yeah. Just because with all the space stuff and and it, it, the movie looks incredible. Like there's not a fake shot to be found. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Like, I I can imagine the way the movie is. Like, why would you really want to go see it in theaters? Right. You know, so people are kind of gonna miss that, like the how beautiful it really is. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I completely agree, man. Movie theaters are dying. Yeah. They are. Netflix is body in it. Yeah. I kind of like it though, so <laughs> I get it. It's cool. I mean, like they're not dying. Like they're not dying to me, so it's always gonna be. I'm always happy with more content. Yeah, me too. Yeah, cause I'm gonna watch both. So, yeah. Cool. I started a uh, season five of Gotham, the final season. Yeah. Man, it starts off strong. Oh really? And Gotham, Gotham to me is a really great show. Yeah. I I know some people that say it's inconsistent. What? Uh, but yeah, if you're like, Who like says my dad that? Star- my dad started watching it and he quit. Wow. I was like, man, that's crazy. He's, he's... I, had an, I had another friend who who got into the first season when it was like going on on TV. Yeah. And then he kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, the, every time I watch, every time I watch it, I'm like, dude, this is such a good show. Yeah, it is. And there's so much coming off of watching Titans. Like, bro, DC can put these, this Batman universe and do such creative things with it. Yeah. And you don't really need, like, you have Bruce Wayne in there to kind of push certain plot elements along. Yeah. Uh, but you don't, you don't focus on that. And I love that. Yeah. I love that you, like, Gotham flushes out so many characters, man. Yeah, they do. 
so many like comic villains that I'm just like, yo, I love how they approach this character. Yeah. Um, but that's it as far as what I'm watching. Uh, started a new anime. <laughs> what show? Uh, My Hero Academia. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's it's cool. It's an interesting show. It's similar to One Punch Man. It's very popular. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to uh, hit my gym real quick so we can get out of here. Um, I don't think I played this. Uh, free. This is the Free Nationals, which is the band that plays for Anderson Pack too, um, with J.I.D. Uh, Khadija Kaja Bonet, I believe her name is. I don't know how to say it, but yeah, this is on site.
私を脅かそうとしてるんでしょう<笑>分かったはい、um, You got anything else、uh, pressing? Um, nah, I feel bad, man, for the Mystics. Deladon got hurt. Game, game, game two, two of the finals.、Yeah. I mean, it's a knee thing. Hopefully, she's all right. She gets hurt a lot. Man, she's a great player, though. She is. One of the greatest. Yeah, she's. Every time I watch her, I'm like, God damn. And she's had, having back spasms. Yeah, I just. Hopefully, the Mystics could find a way to pull it off without her if that has to be the case, but I doubt it. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> uh. I'm trying to think is there some, something we missed? I don't think so. All right. Well, until next time, we will be back next week as usual. Uh, <laughs> I'm placing Bow Wow for the throwback. Have her from Bow. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Subscribe. Share. Until next time.
time and it kills me.